Welcome to the RunFit365.com podcast, episode 11. Booyah! Welcome back to the RunFit365.com podcast. This is episode 11. Um, Dan, welcome back. Can you believe this is episode 11 already? Time does fly. Yeah, so we're like old pros now. <laughs> <laughs> Sarcasm, right? <laughs> That's what I heard, yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks again for being um, on episode 11, Dan. I think that this is uh, probably going to be one of our better episodes based on the content that you're going to discuss today. Um, one of the most popular blog entries that we've had on runfit365.com um, has been your uh, entry on running with and without music and kind of your take on the pros and the cons of doing that. Um, and I know we were connected with um, Training Peaks to showcase a, a similar article on their site, and I believe that article on Training Peaks was one of the most popular at the time on Facebook and their social media outlets. So I know that it got a lot of attention um, on our site and on Training Peaks. So um, I'm looking forward to the um, discussion today. Yep. I, I don't know why it's such a popular blog article, but it gets hits left and right. So Yeah, I think it's, I mean, I think there's two clear camps. I mean, there's people that just yeah. Um, you know, love to work out with their music and they can't leave, um, you know, their iPhone or their iPod um, at home. And then you've got this other camp of people that, um, you know, want to stay tuned to their body and, you know, just focus on their workout. So I think, you know, you have that dynamic going on with those two populations and it gets pretty heated at times. <laughs> yeah. Well, and like the, the treadmill thing, I'm going to try and avoid the um, never ever do it sort of dialogue because there is a there is a time just like watching tv or listening to headphones um, when you're running on a treadmill there is a time where music is helpful but this was a list to to kind of convince people there's reasons not to run with music perfect so, yeah why don't you just jump right into your list and then um, we'll just have some dialogue back and forth throughout dan sure yeah, and I'm I'm just pulled up the blog, um, and kind of go through it. So, uh, it really, it's it's entitled the um, basically ten reasons to run without music, and I just listed sort of the ten ten reasons why it might benefit you not to run with music. Number one, so we've talked about this in other podcasts and in other contexts, but. There's very few races that allow you to actually run a race with headphones on. I see people do it all the time. They technically can, you know, boot you off the course if, if they see you. But um, the point is, if you are training with music and then you go and you do what you're supposed to and you take your headphones off and you don't run the race with music, I've done that before. I used to train all the time with music. And I'd get to a half marathon and it just feels weird. It, you know, you hear a bunch of people running. Um, it, it feels really quiet. It feels kind of lonely. Um, 
so I guess the point there is run like your your train like you're going to run in the race, and that is without the music, essentially. Gotcha. Yep. So number two, um, this is mainly a safety thing. All kinds of issues with that. I mean, if there's a dog running up on you, if there's runners coming up to pass you, but maybe most importantly, um, where I used to run a lot, we didn't have a lot of sidewalks or a lot of places to, to run. And I, I suspect a lot of people are in that same situation. And so I'd run on the side of the road. And especially these days, I would, I'd be literally running past somebody, watching them, driving their car next to me, staring at their phone. Yeah. Now, I, everybody is guilty of looking at their phone every once in a while when they're in the car, and they shouldn't do that. But I certainly wouldn't want to be running next to a car um, with music on my ears, not paying attention to the car. It's, it, it's just a distraction that you, you can't afford when you get heavy machinery passing, passing by you. So yeah, from a safety it, perspective. Yeah, that's, that's huge. And, um, just in our little neighborhood here, uh, I've noticed it probably two times this month when I've been out on runs, I think people just kind of go into autopilot in our neighborhood because the, you know, it's 20 miles an hour and they're on their way home. They're almost home. And, and you just see them looking at their phone, texting, and there has been a couple close calls where, um, you know, I've been on the side of the road and people were, you know, heads down, just kind of on autopilot. Um, and I just kind of had to get up on the side of the curb um, to stay safe. And that's just in our small little neighborhood here. So that's right. a really good point that, um, you know, if you have another type of distraction and you're not, you know, staying aware of your environment, that's just another risk. Yeah, you gotta gotta watch out for yourself because they're certainly not going to be doing that for you. Yeah. Um, thirdly, number three, pay attention to your body. This one, I don't know. There's a lot of people that run for enjoyment, and this may not apply to those folks. But if you're training for a race and you want to get good results, if you if you're training for results, essentially, this is all about paying attention to your your body and what it's feeling. When I run with headphones, I am really not paying attention to other things. In fact, it's a big distraction. So um, I've even gotten done with a run and, and felt a, a strain or something and, and thought, whoa, where did that come from? And what I find is with music, which is such a great distraction, you're not paying attention to anything else. You're not paying attention to your breathing. You're not necessarily paying attention to your cadence. Um, how you feel, pain. So it's, it's such a good distraction that y you really can't afford to have that level of distraction, um, especially if you're training for a specific result. So the underlying thing there is just kind of pay attention to your body versus, um, you know, listening to music, which just gets you through it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So leads us to number four. Um, same sort of thing, you know, if, if you're out, uh, for a specific kind of run, this, this is what I call stick in the zone. Um, the, you know, you might be listening to some, some sort of fast music or loud music, and maybe you're supposed to be doing an easy, slow run. 
Well, inspiring music can make you go faster than you should go. And just the same if you're listening to slower music and you're supposed to be doing a faster-paced workout, that can you know, basically take you slower. So I guess the, the point here is if you are going to listen to music, make sure it matches the type of workout you're doing. It's even better not to listen to music, but, you know, realistically, especially like when you're on the treadmill last week and you admitted that you're on the treadmill, didn't want to do that, I'm sure. But um, at least match the music with whatever kind of session you have going. Um, The other piece of that is I used to run at lunchtime all the time. I've got a Garmin um, heart rate monitor, and I would be going and – I'd be doing uh, fartleks, and the the watch was telling me to slow down, and I didn't hear it because I had the headphones on. So, you know, I'd always be a, f- a few seconds too late or ten seconds too late, and then that that mess up the whole workout. So, you know, just a, another reason to take them off. Yeah, and I think that almost I don't know. I'm making an assumption here, but you know, a lot of people that that run have tried running with headphones, or I'd say a majority of people. And I think your point is so you know, spot on based on, you know, the music that you're playing. If it's a upbeat kind of, you know, up tempo type of song, it just kind of, um, pulls you along and that could be good or bad based on what type of workout you're doing. And I know that, you know, if you search on Google, there's people that, you know, build customized playlists that really embrace running with the headphones. And, um, one of my best long runs was set to Kenny G <laughs> I just, I, so I just made that up actually, but, um, but, but your point is spot on. It's just, you know, your body just goes with the, the, the music. So if you're, if you've got a fast track you're listening to, you're going to pick up your speed. If you've got a slower tune, um, you may go slower than you wanted to. Yep. Um, so number five is breathe. Now I'm not going to talk specifically about what I've seen um, there's there's various studies and books about uh, rhythmic breathing, and essentially what that is is a way to match your breathing to your footsteps, and and probably different than a lot of people do it. Um, you know, a lot of people take three or four breaths um, for every few s- steps, and um, if you are trying to do that, one of those things, if you got music in, almost. 100% of the time, you're, you're going to have a hard time matching it to your footsteps, and instead you're going to be matching it to the beat of the music, which kind of defeats the purpose. And there, there is enough studies uh, published to say that that rhythmic breathing actually helps reduce injury. So if that's, you know, maybe that's a good reason to take off the headphones and make sure you don't get injured. Yeah, and if you've ever tried it, um, it's really mm-hmm. hard to do even without <laughs> even without headphones. You know, being one hundred percent focused on that, it's really really hard to do. It is. I I have tried it, and it's it's just because it's you know we all think in in even sort of. Uh, I can't even explain what it's like, but I I completely agree. I I definitely couldn't do it with music. I can barely get through it without music yeah okay number six this is kind of lame people will probably roll their eyes at this but uh i even said in the blog article sound like your mom <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. you know we we're, we're blaring the music in our ears and um just a a silly way to say you know take off the headphones 
or at least turn down the music because um, <laughs> my wife would say I don't hear well now, so I should probably uh, do that all the time, not just when I'm running. What do you say, Dan? exactly yeah all right um number seven i don't know how many people get into this situation so i i called this one run whenever you want Mm -hmm. i was really bad about this um because i'm a creature of habit so i have to have my running watch i have to have um you know obviously running shoes i had to have my mp3 player and headphones and I was so sort of stuck on having, you know, the run always the same. I couldn't go out and run without the music because I was so used to it. And so we would go like out of town um, and I'd plan a run and I'd pack everything. But if I didn't pack my MP3 player or didn't pack my headphones, I would actually not run. And so that's kind of silly to say um, but I'm sure I'm not the only person in that boat where, you know, I, I'd rather at the time when I was running with music, I'd rather not run without the music than just go ahead and get the workout in. So I don't know. What do you do, Travis? Do you ever get in that situation? Um, you know, I'm there with my technology with the watch. Um, so, uh-huh. you know, I, I'm the same way, you know, with the Garmin now we've become so reliant on that. Um, and, and I think there's pros and cons to that. You know, what, what I find at least with the, you know, the GPS watch that it's hard to kind of unplug, uh, in a different kind of way, not in regards to headphones, but just kind of running based on how you feel in, in your body. But, uh, when you were talking through that, I d- I remember seeing people, um, and I'm sure most of our listeners have seen this too, when you've got maybe a group of two or three people that are running together and they all have headphones on (laughs) and you know, every time I see that, it's just, it's just one, it's a little strange. It's just like, you know, there's a running group. They obviously are, you know, they know each other, um, and, and they're working together, but here they are on the trail, um, you know, listening to their own tunes. And I don't, you know, they may be ha- they may have it turned down or what, but have you seen that before? You, you know what I'm talking about. You know. Just... Uh, well, I I think I know what you're talking about. I can't say I've ever seen it, but yeah. I, I, that would be quite a sight to see. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, so um, number eight. This is also kind of silly, um, but uh, just one less thing to to remember to take, one less thing to carry. Um, so if you're traveling, if you're going to the gym, if you're going to run at work, um, even something as stupid as one less thing to, to travel uh, or pass through security at the airport if you're going uh, traveling, you know, on a plane, um, it's just one less thing to worry about. So again, kind of a lame one, but when you're coming up with the list of ten, you get kind of desperate. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's lame. If you think about race day readiness and. Um, even the idea of, you know, now this may be lame, but getting your bib on, getting your chip um, placed properly, uh, making sure that you have the right kind of gear going to the star, and then how are you going to store that? You know, right, all right. those little things add up on race day, and that just kind of takes an emotional and energy kind of, you know, distracts you mentally. 
So I don't know. I don't know if I minimize it because, you know, the less of that kind of overhead you go, have going into a race, the better you're prepared. Um, and you can just see how, you know, if you're reliant on that type of technology and that music to get you through a race and if something were to happen um, and you line up at the start of the race without that or even your run, you know, you're already kind of back to the visualization and the mental side of running You've already positioned yourself um, in the unideal kind of circumstance with that type of thinking. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad you agreed it wasn't too lame. Yeah. <laughs> um, number nine, run with a partner. So uh, this this exactly the same thing when you run with somebody. And actually, now I'm I'm visualizing a group of people with headphones on running together. Yeah. Uh, just that would be an interesting thing to do, but you know, if if you're used to running, and this this is, I used to run with my brother-in-law a fair amount when we were traveling um, up to my hometown, we would run, and it felt really weird to be running uh, with somebody and having a conversation, because honestly, if you're used to running and not talking at the same time, having a conversation is a little bit difficult to do. So, um, just the point that. If you are not a runner that listens to music, um, then running with somebody else would be a little bit easier to do. Nice. And number 10, last but not least, um, and this one is a little corny, but it, it just, I, I called it enjoy the world around you. And I have to say that I made myself stop listening to music. Um, and a lot of the reasons I listed were reasons why I stopped listening to music. And it was really weird at first. Um, it was, I didn't know what to do, you know, cause music entertains you, you know, it's something that does sort of pass the time. Uh, but I was trying to get a little bit more serious about my training and I was trying to, you know, focus on certain things and it was a little weird at first, but after probably two weeks or so of consistently not doing it, I actually started to enjoy getting out there and running and actually enjoy um, looking around and, and seeing things. And as corny as that sounds, um, it's actually kind of, it's actually kind of what's meant when you go around, you kind of get engulfed in the world around you. Absolutely. That's, um, I always tell <laughs> Alyssa that, you know, without running, that's just such a kind of a stress reliever and it's such a positive part of the day. Um, I do some of my best thinking and reflecting yeah. on my runs and, um, you know, all of us runners know that, you know, if you get into a routine, uh, where you're running anywhere from five to six days a week and you start missing those days that it has an impact on your, you know, kind of mental and stress levels. And, you know, if you were to listen to music, you know, all the time, um, you know, you don't get that chance to kind of reflect and like you said take in your surroundings and um, do some internal processing that that's what I love about running um, you know by myself sometimes it's just getting out there and it's just you and and the elements um, and it's just refreshing absolutely yep so at the end of the article um, just I, I, we already kind of talked about this if you are going to run with headphones um, maybe, maybe try doing it sometimes without, or definitely try and make sure that, um, the music is appropriate. 
one thing that I did find helpful um, with headphones with music was when I actually put together a track where all the songs were around 88 to 90 beats per minute, which actually helps your cadence. You know, it's something that you can set your cadence to. So that if you're going to do it, at least try and help yourself that way. But I would, I would challenge anybody to give it a go and don't just do it one or two times and say, this is too awkward. Give it a good couple weeks. Um, and just see what you come up with. I mean, worst case scenario, you can always go back to it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, send us your questions if you're listening to this podcast and you've got some thoughts, because I know um, there was some heated debate on the Training Peak site when we when Dan posted this article, because you had one camp that was really strongly um, kind of for on the benefit side of running with headphones, and then you had the um, side that was, you know, unplug, be, you know, kind of be with yourself when you're running and, um, connect. So if you've got questions, um, check us out at runfit365.com, um, and, and drop us an email. We'll be happy to process those on the next podcast. Or if you would, um, want to be a guest on the podcast, we'd be happy to get you on. Um, so Dan, before we kind of transition to the next segment, um, of episode 11 here. What were those top 10 reasons mm-hmm. again, just really quick. Yep. So, um, I'll, I'll just read them verbatim from the yep. blog. Run like you will in the race. So in other words, train like you would on for, for race day, uh, safety, keep safety first and foremost. So you don't get hurt. Yep. Pay attention to your body. Stick within the zone. Make sure to breathe protect your ears and that was me and like sounding like your mother yeah that that was pretty weak i wasn't going to say it the first <laughs> pass but now that you brought it up again that's pretty weak sauce we, we, we should probably should have made top 10 or top nine reasons maybe or at least nine and a half i mean we could maybe get that like a half or something if we rewrite um, the blog entry it might be nine and a half right yeah exactly <laughs> um run whenever you want in other words you know don't worry about forgetting some piece of equipment and not being able to run, carry less things with you. Um, make sure running with a partner isn't awkward, um, by not depending on music and then enjoy the world around you. Awesome. Well done, Dan. Um, so that was kind of that first segment on, um, running without headphones. Now we're going to transition to the second segment here. We're not going to do our standard running, uh, random runner's world. How many days until Christmas, Dan? We're, we're looking at, you know, what is this, Sunday? Mm-hmm. So, um, gosh. Four days. Four days till Christmas. Four days till Christmas. Oh, so geez. one of the things that we did um, last year was um, we entered a blog on, you know, what are the top gifts for your runners? And um Dan, you pulled that back up. Why don't you just uh-huh. kind of quickly review that? And then I pulled up a surprise here. So I've got a surprise segment here for you. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. These these are just sort of um, a list that I think the majority of runners um, would benefit from. So um, if, if you know somebody that's running or, or last minute gift for yourself, here's some things that um, pretty much all runners kind of go with. So um, – 
a race belt for your bibs. That that is so convenient because I'll tell you what. Every time I go to one of those um, local 5Ks and I forget my bib, and you got to deal with those safety pins, and you always got to do it three or four times, and you poke yourself. That's such a pain in the butt. And then the bib holders can also hold your keys sometimes, and gels. So um, I, I, I think that's. I have no a, idea why I don't have one of those. You don't. You seriously don't. No, seriously, I'm the guy that that's just at the you know at the start of the race. It's probably poked himself like four times with the <laughs> safety pin, and, and then you look at my race photo online, and it's like at a 45 degree angle. It's not nowhere near center, and it, it's just it, it goes back to the headphone discussion, you know. All that stuff going up to the, you know, the start of the the race, you know, if you can do anything to minimize that, and a race belt is something so simple, um, and, and I really don't um, know why I don't have one. But if Dan, you were to get me anything, um, that, that might have be been it. a hint. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, it's a lifesaver. Yeah, uh, quick tie shoelaces. I. I had never done this until probably about a year and a half ago, and just because, I don't know, I needed to buy something, I guess, I found some online, and those things are the most, maybe second to a race belt. They're just so convenient. I mean, how many times have you, at least I have, had to stop in the middle of a run, even in the middle of a race, to tie my shoe? Those things are so awesome. Yeah. So those quick tie shoelaces are, are pretty darn cool. Um. Cold weather running gloves this time of year is is pretty much a must. Um, I, I got a pair at Costco or something for uh, pretty cheap that help keep you warm. Yeah. Um, this isn't probably something you buy every day, but a good Christmas gift for, for somebody that's a serious runner is a, a running watch. Um, something with GPS and heart rate might be good good touch. Yeah, I think Garmin just released um – a new watch over the last couple months too, but it seems like they're almost on an annual cycle now releasing some type of new gear. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it's, I'm sure you could check Garmin's website for anything like that. Garmin, yeah, they have a brand new triathlon watch that I would love to have. I just uh, got to save my pennies. Yeah. Um, running socks. You can't have enough running socks and, and they are different than regular socks. They're not cotton. They're actually wicking in the right material and, um, I mean, you can never have enough pairs of those. Why don't you invent something, Dan, that would just make the running socks stay together? Because I've got yeah. a, that, you know, it's not an issue of the volume of socks, but I just, you know, listen, I both have a basket of just kind of these mismatched running socks. <laughs> so maybe we can table that and, um, for next time, but man. Brainstorm. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see, cold weather hat and headband. Um, you know, I, my ears are pretty sensitive to the cold and it's always good to have a, an option for the cold that you can remove. So that's a good option this time of year. Um, a windbreaker, which I've, I've not been able to find a trusty real thin, um, windbreaker, but if you're dressing in layers, especially, especially in the fall or the spring, um, and even in the winter, it comes in handy if you've got layers on and you just need something to keep the wind out, maybe something to keep you dry. Um, that's a really good thing to have. It's just They're just kind of hard to find that um, where they're not insulated. I'd like, a, I'd like one that's not insulated. 
I've got a couple. Um, they're made by Brooks, and it's not like a Gore-Tex material. It's more breathable, and it, it's um, it, it's hard to describe because it's got nice venting systems all the way there, around the core, so it lets you breathe a little bit, but it mm -hmm. also blocks you know blocks some of the wind. Um, so Brooks is a great line. Um, for that, but I'm sure you know Nike's probably got some nice stuff out there right right now. All my gear um, that I'm running is is primarily Brooks stuff. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, I'm not going to review this one. This is just generic other running clothing. I mean, that, that's kind of a given. But uh, sunglasses, and I mean, a lot of people are pretty picky about their sunglasses, so you might uh, try and see what you can find out from whoever you're buying from what their preferences, but I'll tell you, I do feel naked if I, if I'm running without sunglasses or something about having them on that that's helpful. Yeah. And then uh, the last one on this list is reflective material, especially important this time of year, uh, dark, darker uh, earlier and stays darker longer. So, um, make sure you got some safety uh, reflective material. Uh, so you don't get hit. Yeah, that you know you can find that reflective gear at almost any of your local running stores, and that stuff is perfect for like a small gift for, um, you know, maybe someone in your running club or a family member. I I'm thinking, um, you know, they they've got these reflective bracelets now that you can just mm -hmm. hit a button and it kind of flashes. They've got all kinds of reflective gear now, and if you just pop into your local running store, they'll have tons of that stuff. Mm -hmm. and that's a great gift idea. So what's your big surprise, Lozier? Well, it's kind of weak now that you've covered that blog. Now that <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, that is really good stuff. But um, what I pulled up here um, is Etsy.com. Um, and I just did a search on running because over the last um, several months, several of my friends have said, you know, they've got these race um, kind of metal holders on Etsy. So I just, I just quickly pulled this up before we... <laughs> started recording this episode and I just typed in running at Etsy and I am looking at over it looks like there's gosh I'm not quite sure how many different items but it looks like there's over 250 different pages I'm and just I'm I'm, are you, I'm looking at your screen and, Oh can you see it? Okay. Yeah. The funniest the funniest one I can see off the top of my head is a, a tank top that says this seems like a lot of work for a free banana. Oh yeah, I see it right there. Yeah, I want that. Sh I want that shirt. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's a good point. Like, so if you go to Etsy and you type in running, you're going to get tons of stuff. But yeah, a lot of this stuff is just customized T-shirts. I run to burn off the crazy. How fitting is that for what we were just talking about while ago? Exactly. And some of these people um, are very talented. There's some metal work around. Um, really nice, you know, race metal holders and uh, bib holders, and it looks like customized, um, you know, jewelry for your running shoes, hand oh, stamped. Yeah, do you see that on my screen? Yeah, there? yeah. Um, some nice kind of framed running materials, different headbands. It looks like personalized running tights. So if you're looking for that unique gift, maybe, this is something to check out. Um, what's this one shirt down here? Um, I hate running, 
So <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. You know, maybe you've got someone in your life that you want to give that for. I, I have no idea. Yeah. Etsy.com. Yeah. So there's been, um, you know, several of my friends have told me about, you know, checking this stuff out, but there's tons of good stuff here. Um, hashtag I run, uh, you know, that looks like a sports bra, maybe. Um, different running medallions here. That looks like somebody's trying to bring back the running skirt. <laughs> I never thought that got the market it needed. Um, so, <laughs> I, I, uh, different kind of medals here. I'm just kind of flipping through here. This might be called our random Etsy section. If <laughs> you just search random stuff here. Um, so I think you get the idea though. There's tons of stuff out here that could be um, something unique for the runner in your life. Or if you find yourself with some you know, extra holiday cash, um, check this place out. Tons of cool stuff. Did I blow your mind, Dan, with this? Oh, yeah. My mind is blown. i got to shop there now. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so, great. Um, so, in summary, episode 11, um, reasons why not to run with music. And then we um, shared some holiday gifts and um, introduced the random Etsy section. So, um, Wow. Isn't that cool? That's awesome. So, any final words, Dan, before we close? No, uh, except for, you know, we're, we're coming up on, on Christmas and holidays. So everybody out there listening, have a great holiday. Don't forget to, to run, especially find a 5k on Christmas if you can. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, that's beautiful advice. I know there's a, <clears throat> there's a race tomorrow that Alyssa and I are going to run. Um, it, it's just a 5k and it's sponsored by a local donut um, business. So you run the race and then you get to enjoy donuts. So nice. Yeah. But there's tons of local, you know, runs with Santa and different things, but that's great advice. So, um, again, just to echo what Dan said, happy holidays, um, sneak in some runs when you can, um, you know, you'll feel better when you do that. Um, enjoy the time with your families and we'll see you in uh, a couple weeks here on episode 12. Happy training.